0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts.
0: In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something stirring that will change this place forever. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect No, she's like oh there's a character in her name is lloyd but they call him lloyd right
1: ah. <laughs> i'm like sam i hope you're recording
0: i uh, I, I literally hit
2: record in the middle of this i'm like i'm gonna i'm going to capture this story <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> this God. is a story <laughs> that i need
0: <laughs> so anyways i'm like you know my name has been bashed my entire life you got lloyd christmas and dumb and dumber yep i mean and my wife and i were watching some er show one night and it's the very end of the show and the lady's in a neonatal unit and she's looking at all these babies and their names and she walks up she's like oh jack that's that's a nice strong name oh sam yeah really good strong name oh Lloyd, i'm sorry and, and my <laughs> wife just loses, and she just starts. She, and I'm like, "What the f, man!" It's like, "Come on!" He's in his fifties and still gets made of,
1: Fun of from his name from his wife. <laughs>
0: but what, what's that, Sam? What's even better is two fast food restaurants I go to: uh, Arby's and Biscuitville. and Biscuitville. Biscuitville, oh. oh. yeah, Sam, Bis- oh. Biscuitville, yeah, Biscuitville. You
1: know, this is canon right now for our show.
0: Okay, this is great. Okay, so they, you know, can I have a name for your order? I'm like, yeah, it's Lloyd. And they look at me, and I'm like, Lloyd? And <laughs> I've taken pictures of how they spell my name. Uh, I've gotten Lord, L-O-R-D, Loy, L-O-I. <laughs> yes, I did get a learned. L-E-R-D. Learned. And then and then I argued the other day, L-L-Y-O-D L-Y. Lady? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like, but, but the same lady and and I think she's a little autistic. Like I was in her like a month ago. She's like, What's your name? and I was like, Lloyd, and I'm like, like I spelled it L-L-O-Y-D. So five minutes go by and, and the guy for Arby's is standing there. I got an order for Flores. Flores. Right? And I'm like That's close. I'm looking around and I'm like, Are they talking to me? And nobody's going up there and I'm like I'm like it's Lloyd, but whatever, right? <laughs> so there's a great
1: radio uh, tease. Brian Flores, yes, uh, head coach Sam. Uh, that's my dad. So welcome everybody. Uh, we're not even doing.
2: Dad? You know what? Screw the intro. The, the, this is the intro now. We're we're already <laughs> off the rip. Re- I tried to warn everybody on Twitter today that this could be uh, uh, just a treasure trove of. Uh, drunken goodness as the preseason game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins goes on with the Cullen Clan uh, Christopher, his wife Charlotte, his dad Laird, yep. and uh, <laughs>
0: Laird.
2: <laughs> Laird Flores, as you guys heard, uh, and <laughs> And everyone else <laughs> in the back. Call
0: Flores, for the it, rest of your life. No, it's Lord,
2: <laughs> Lord, Lord Flores. That's you know what? If we win more than Lord, five games, Lord. we're going to start calling our coach Lord Flores after. Uh, yep. Uh, oh, yeah. After what we saw here in the first half of the game, but uh, let's hey, start hey. the show proper here. Let's let's just go ahead and start this show off the proper way. Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast for your Miami Dolphins. Now part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. I am Sam Marcoux, and he is the two time yes two time Hall of Famer. Of course, I'm talking about Christopher Lloyd Cullen, Christopher Woo. and family, how the hell are you tonight? Sam, thanks for the intro, but uh, I would like to
1: introduce you to my dad. Have you met him? I don't think you've met
2: him yet. Not, not I, officially, no. The we've, Lord. We've, the Lord. <laughs> the Lord Flores himself. We've not officially met, but I feel like I've known him through the stories and through the This story that we just heard at the top of the show, Uh, in case you guys haven't figured it out, Chris and his family are drinking, watching the game. We're actually recording this while I believe three players for the Miami Dolphins are down injured on the field. Um, We figured that was the right time to start recording. Well, this is boring. They're just breathing. So why don't we just start recording and uh, go from there? So, Chris, uh, let everyone know, let all the citizens of Perfectville know who is in the room with you right now besides uh, Laird. Okay, so we got Lord Flores and
1: uh, the two-time Hall of Famer, myself. I'm Thor just walked by. You might have heard my dog. Thor. Is clanky, clanky nails. We got to clip those. My wife is talking somewhere in the background, and my brother Brett is right here as well. Uh, we are watching the Dolphins game. It's on national TV. We are watching this as opposed to the Panther game, of course, because we're Dolphins fans here in Char- Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. Sack. Oh, oh Sack. Oh fumble! And I think the Dolphins just recovered. We are good luck, Sam, in our introduction. (laughs) Two-time Hall of Famer. Yes, it is. Minute ten left. Dolphins ball here. Twenty-two-seven. Come on, Rosen. One fun thing I noticed, Sam, during the game, Nick uh, Foles was interviewed, and uh, I'm sorry, Clayus Campbell was uh, interviewed, and he had not thrown an interception. Nick Foles uh, against their defense all preseason. And Clays Gamble did not like that. He did hear that and didn't respond. He didn't want to accept defeat. However, Nick Foles did throw an interception against our defense with uh, Eric Rowe, of all people, not uh, Xavier Howard, not Rashad Jones, not TJ McDonald, not Micah Fitzpatrick. So, yeah, some good things out of this game, third preseason game, some things we are obviously going to talk about. But, yes, we are going live right now from the Dolphin Man Man Cave, and we're
2: doing a victory formation, Sam. Yes, I see And we haven't seen that in years. Well, I'd we might say, we might want to take notice, citizens of Perfectville, if you're watching this game right now, uh, enjoy this victory parade, this victory <laughs> formation the from the Miami Dolphins. It might be a while until we see that again. Also, Chris, <laughs> I'd like to point out that you apologize for your dog's clanky nails while there's 17 people drinking and yelling in the background about a fumble, <laughs> yes, even yes. though the dog gets blamed for all the noise. That's, uh, I'm a flight man. That's right, that's right. So um, we are going to talk about this game is ending. The Miami Dolphins are going to win 22-7. to um, Ryan Fitzpatrick started this game here, Chris. Actually ends the game at 12 of 18, 126 yards, one touchdown. I believe he was sacked once. Had a uh, quarterback rating of 105, but that does not tell the whole story. That's where stats get misconstrued and misguided here, Chris, because Ryan Fitzpatrick did not look good. This offensive line is literally Laramie Tunzel and a bunch of dudes. Um, what what are your thoughts let's just get to the quarterback debate because that's all we care about right now uh, josh rosen comes in goes for 99 yards for a touchdown in the second half here um everyone seems to think that ryan fitzpatrick is starting week one and maybe he is against a very very good baltimore ravens defense but what are your thoughts right now ryan fitzpatrick josh rosen who should start this season game one of the regular season
1: regardless of who we're playing I'll start there. Regardless of who we're playing, I'll say that Josh Rosen needs to start, and it's because Josh Rosen just looked more comfortable. He looked uh, more fluid, even though he was playing against backups. He's playing with backups. Uh, and we've yet to see him play with a whole full starting crew. And I'll give credit to Fitzpatrick, too. He was playing without, I think, eight starters. Like, there's just insane amount of people out of the game. But uh, we've yet to see Kenny still siding this season. He made a couple catches today uh, with Fitzpatrick at, at quarterback. He high-fived himself. That was fun. We can talk about that a little later, maybe, uh, if you didn't notice that. That was hilarious. We re- rewound it and played it a few times. But Josh Rosen just looked like he was a guy going out there trying to earn his keep and earn the job. And in this point in time, and I said it in the last episode, Josh Rosen and our team right now belong together. We are yes. not trying to win the Super Bowl. We're not trying to win playoffs. He is trying to earn his keep in this league. What better way to do it than to go out there with no pressure to be great and just maybe show what you can do as opposed to Ryan Fitzpatrick where if he does good, fine. I think my dad mentioned it earlier. He's 55 and 75 as a starter, mm-hmm. maybe a tie or two. Like we know what we got in this guy. Let Rosen play with the starters. And then I'll go and dad, my dad's humming in the background. You can hear him. Um, I'll go now next to, I said, I preface this with not, counting who we play first my dad is worried about josh rosen starting week one against a strong ravens team and infecting his confidence and that's where i will also throw it to him because he makes a great point
2: well let's hear that yeah let's uh mr layfield if you'd like to uh talk into the microphone now <laughs> and like, let us know your thoughts between ryan fitzpatrick and josh rosen
0: <laughs> um <laughs> that's funny layfield that's the first i've been called that Uh, I don't think Rosen's ready to start. I think Flores knows this, and that's why he's got Fitzpatrick out there. Um, There's no question that our offensive line is in shambles. Yes. And we didn't have the firepower in this draft to address it. Maybe we'll pick up some guys after cuts and hopefully find somebody better because it's terrible right now. We can't run the ball. We're doomed. And right now, we can't run the ball with our first string offensive line out there. And at least Fitzpatrick has been around long enough to where he might be able to survive. I don't want to see Rosen, if he is going to be our future, get David Card, so to speak, (laughs) to where he's just done. I mean, he took a beating last year in Arizona. I mean, we all know Tannehill took a beating the time he was here. Um, I think especially to start the season when murderers row, that we should go with Fitzpatrick. Let Rosen get the offense down a little better. Maybe we'll know by then who all of our receivers are. I think right now Preston Williams is shooting himself in the foot. Three Mm. drops last week, a drop today, a Mm. month punt today. Um, The sooner Wilson and Grant can get back, and who knows what's going to happen with freaking Parker with his just – Every year injury, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with him. But I say we go with Fitzpatrick till the middle of the season, and then we put Rosen in. I don't, I don't think we should start with Rosen. Throw him to the wolves, so to speak, like Christopher thinks. Do I think he's going to be our quarterback? As of right now, yes. Hopefully, we don't have to use a first rounder next year on a QB. Hopefully, Rosen is the guy. But until we get an O line, can we even really gauge? How good Rosen is for our team, but we said that for years with Tannehill, and that's what I'm sick of.
2: Well, I, I, I first of all, let me commend you, Lonzo, for the uh, amazing, <laughs> amazing, uh, <laughs> and very studious <laughs> observations there. I, I, I th- actually, I mean, my dad laughs awkwardly. By the way,
1: you get to hear it. There well, you go.
2: Well, that's he called oh, him Lonzo.
1: Lonzo.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. <laughs> It, it, it's be a new name every time. Yeah, we I know. mean Lamello is, is absolutely correct. <laughs> LaMelo. He works at Biscuitville. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's Carmelo it, Anthony's cousin. Yeah. It, Lala is uh is one hundred percent correct over there. I mean that's that that really is very <laughs> yeah. uh, that's an outstanding like critique of, of the entire team right now. And actually really, really like dastardly um uh, a, a dastardly strategy, if Brian Flores is like, look, this guy's going to get fucked by the Baltimore Ravens and New England Patriots week one and week two, put the old guy out there, let him take all the hits, and then we can, after we kind of exactly. figure out that we need a couple other bodies on the offensive line, then we can put Rosen in and uh, I can look like a genius. So uh, there might be something to that because uh, long-time Miami Dolphins insider and journalist Chris Kaufman just said the same thing on Twitter about look, you guys are are fooling yourselves. You think you're putting Josh Rosen out there week one against this Baltimore Ravens defense. Uh, you put Fitz Patrick yep. out there, let him handle the pressure, let him get hit a couple times, and then put Rosen out probably mm-hmm. week three, so uh, you might be onto something there. But
1: even still, like he's going to have to play the Ravens eventually. That's I think As a coach right now in, in Little League football, we got some kids that are bigger and more experienced and some kids that are not, and yeah, you can keep those kids away from each other to protect them, but what good are you doing that kid by not putting them up against there in a game situation? You're going to play against them anyway. We just played against Jacksonville with a rookie from Kentucky. Just had like I think 37 sacks against us today. Uh, so like, I mean, how much are we going to keep the baby uh, gloves on Josh Rosen when we sent a second round pick to get this guy? He's 37 years old, Fitzpatrick. We know what he's got in him. We got it. Thanks for coming and being here for your insight. But let Josh Rosen go out there against the Wolves and see what he can do.
2: Well, and, you know, to your point, that that makes the case for Josh Rosen, too, because if you look, that, that bullet, that strike that he had in the third uh, quarter there where he was able to avoid the pressure, get outside the pocket, and just throw a dart to uh, a somewhat covered Isaiah Ford, I might add. He had a mm-hmm. wide-open... Uh, uh, Bryce Butler underneath there. But he fired that thing. I mean, we haven't seen a pass like that since, dare I say, Dan Marino uh, and never on the run. I mean, but his his ability to avoid um, the pressure, it, it's, it's night and day between him and Fitzpatrick. I mean, Fitzpatrick doesn't get that throw off because Fitzpatrick is probably on his back uh, by the time Josh Rosen is already outside throwing this ball. So uh, to your point, you know, maybe it does make sense to put Josh Rosen out there. He does seem more comfortable in a collapsed pocket. Um which uh, which sounds like a really bad porn name, by the way. Collapsed pocket, but uh, I digress. I've so, it. Yeah, I have it. I own it. Um, but let's let's. I made on. it. <laughs> wow. There you All go. right. Check off my
1: list of things I didn't know about my dad. Yeah, the <laughs> He's a la- porn director.
2: Uh, the also no, lady- I wasn't
0: directing. Yeah, was a director. He
2: (laughs) oh boy, (laughs) he was the grip boy. Um, Anyway, the (laughs) I was a
0: lighting director. Come on, Sam.
2: (laughs) So uh, speaking of, um, well, we weren't speaking of anything, but I don't know really how to, a hard transition speaking out of, of collapsed porn. pocket. Speaking of porn, uh, how sexy was it to see all these running backs in our collapsed pocket uh, in the back of the of, of the um, uh, of the offensive line? There, Chris. I mean, Bellage looked okay. Uh, Miles Gaskin at the end of the game looked okay. You obviously had uh, Patrick Laird. Uh, your dad was out there running around. Um, Mark Walton had a touchdown in, in today's game, didn't really run the ball too well, but was out there running around. Chandler Cox blocked three guys on one play out there, as uh, Travis yeah. Wingfield put on Twitter. Um, not to mention the fact that Kenyon Drake is going to come back week one. I mean, out of nowhere, Chris, like an RKO, it just seems like the Miami Dolphins have a running back problem in the positive. I mean, not all these guys are going to make the team. So who makes the team after week three of preseason if you are the Miami Dolphins and you got to keep, let's just say, four running backs?
1: Well, if you want to keep four, I'm going to say right now. First things first is Drake, Balage, and Walton. Like n- no, no doubt about it. The, the the battle comes between Gaskins and Laird, and Laird has been pretty fucking good. Like honestly, like I know he's playing garbage time and things like that, but there's guys that are fighting for NFL lives that are not doing as much as him, even close to it. He's making jump cuts. He's running guys over. He's catching the ball out of the backfield, and he played at a Cal team in uh, in college where he, he was very productive. And um, honestly, like he just has been a standout so far in the preseason when it comes to running backs other than the guys you expect anything from. So I, I would say layered over Gaskins, although Gaskins hasn't been bad. But it's, thinking of the two, ones undrafted and things like that, uh, the things that he's done and seeing the teammates around him um, – He's just taking in mile when he's given an inch, and, and that's a guy that I, I I want on our team if, if you're keeping
0: four.
2: Okay. What does uh, what does your father, Lionel, think?
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm an old-school guy, Sam, and it, as, as far as my memory serves me, the last time we had two white running backs <laughs> was our great 70s team. Oh, Jesus. With Kick and Zonka. So we got cocked. We know he's making the team as our fullback. <laughs> We, we have, do have cons, so you put you put Laird back there and. It's layer be a, back it's, the
2: Cox and we got a good uh, running duo. Uh, there you know, go, and you just cocks, you dude. just
0: know that there's going to be somebody
2: out there that uh, when it's they line omen. up when they line up together, Sam it's going to be omen. yeah, it's going be lard Cox because somebody's going to say it wrong, and then we're just going to have <laughs> meme upon meme. And I take it back, the year that we had Brock Forsy, I think we had too many white running backs, if I'm not mistaken. So <laughs> that was kind of the problem that one. Does, 15 years. does Patrick Cobb count as a white running back? Patrick Cobb doesn't count as a running back in general, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in my opinion, but. You know, if if you're asking me my opinion, which neither one of you did, because that was very rude of you, but uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, Bellage is also there. I, obviously, I think Mark Walton makes the team, especially considering that right now he uh, pled no contest to a misdemeanor and the other 47 counts against him this week were dropped. <laughs> um, I do think you also keep Chandler Cox if you're keeping four, although he is more of a fullback than a running back. So uh, I don't think Gaskin makes the team. I think Laird can probably make the team um, mainly because – you know, i think he's just shown a little bit more, but it, it I mean in all honesty, I did not think that we had that depth at running back like we do and um kind of kind of surprising. Also surprising, I think, Chris, was the leading receiver in this game. Do you happen to know who that was? Uh Zaya Ford. Uh, he was number two. Uh, number one mm. was Mike Gusecki. Yeah, wow. yeah. he uh, he actually had three catches for 59 yards uh, along of 29 yards, and that's on three targets, so he he maximized his minutes out there today, and it was nice to see Mike Gusecki actually get out there and catch yes, the ball. Nick O'Leary had a couple of receptions for 35 yards as well, so all of a sudden um, we've got a couple of tight ends that look like they can actually stick, and that's great because we actually signed and drafted and picked up about 18 tight ends this offseason. <laughs> uh, I think as as soon as uh, Rob Gronkowski retired, the Dolphins are like the Patriots are not getting any other tight end. We're going to call every single one of them and sign them <laughs> to contracts. Uh, but that, with that in mind, I think Isiki, um, O'Leary, um, Durham Smythe, I think these are the guys that are probably going to be your tight ends. I don't know if, like, Wolford makes the team. I don't know if a couple of mm-hmm. other guys are going to – Dwayne Allen. I don't know if Dwayne Allen makes the team. He had a couple of missed blocks here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So uh, what do you think about the tight end position? And all of a sudden, Mike Isiki, uh leading – in receptions for the game, uh, Nick O'Leary showing up once again, and then Durham Smythe being out there being that blocking tight end. I mean, is, are those our three tight ends after three weeks of preseason? Yeah, I think so, and it's funny you mentioned that because we were talking about that as a family
1: before the show, and we couldn't think of uh, Clive Walford because the former Miami grad and Oakland Raider totally forgot he was on the team. And I am I was hoping when we got him that he would do something and earn a spot, but O'Leary, Smythe, and um, Gisicki definitely made plays today. Uh, Smythe with some blocks. He actually caught the ball and had some targets from Fitzpatrick. Uh, Gisicki with a big play even though he got injured after the catch. Um, looked okay when he came off, which is good. But he made a great play, and that's that's what we wanted from a guy like him with that range, with that catch radius. Where Fitzpatrick's just throw it up, defender's not even looking, and here's Gasecki jumping up and making a great catch. It Was a great play. And then O'Leary, yeah, had that. I think a 29-yard catch on a third and 22 or second and 22. It was a great play. Uh, stayed in bounds. Guy had nothing to had wanted nothing to do with tackling him. Those three are for sure guys. Dwayne Allen, you mentioned him. We talked about it here in the house. Um, My dad will attest to it. He just missed block after block. He looks old out there. He looks slow. He's on the team basically based on name and his uh, former – production on a team where the coaches majority are now our coaches the Patriots I mean of course um I don't think Dwayne Allen makes this roster and if he does I'd be very surprised especially in this type of rebuilding phase we're in if we're not going to give young guys opportunities but I'll I'll pass it over to my dad Lionel and uh Lenny uh his twin uh, to see what they uh think about it as well
0: no I I agree I I got a kick out of so many guys in different Dolphins groups in the offseason already calling Mike Geseki a bust. I mean, anybody that knows football knows that most rookie tight ends don't do much their first year. I mean, for whatever reason, we all got excited because Gase used tight ends a lot in Denver, and we thought he would. Gusecki was going to be the guy, four-five guy, you know, down the seam, and it just didn't happen, and. I've been hoping and praying that Gasecki shows up, and we were just talking before his first catch that he's been having a good camp, and sure enough, he had a great game tonight, and I'm excited about it. I mean, he runs a 4-5. He can be our Gronk, our Greg Olson. Um, I, I'm thrilled about it. You know, we've got Smythe that can block. O'Leary is a, a poor man's... Uh, He's
1: like an Anthony Fasano
0: type yeah, to me. Yeah, kind of like a Fasano catch in yeah. block type guy, <clears throat> yep. workhorse. He's white. He's whiter than I am. I, I, I was joking about that. that. I'm like, Sweet. I mean, he's out there in Florida. I mean, I'm up here in North Carolina, and, and trust me, Christopher's pretty white too. All right, but um, wait. I mean, no, I mean, like like Casper, glow in the dark white. Like we got to no, a, Sam.
1: You, I mean, we we mean really white. Yeah.
0: Yeah no I'm like we go to the beach we'd have to use a whole keg of sunscreen or else we're we're,
1: pr- we're privileged with a capital P we're so white <laughs>
0: This, uh, no, not that type of white you dumbass. No. So, so yeah, if uh, it's actually our color of our skin, <laughs> Jesus. I, love, I love how
2: that got you off your your feet, Dad. Really? Yeah, that's the one that got him offended there. But uh, you know, hey, we're right. not privileged, motherfucker. So watch uh, yourself. Of course, though. Now you guys are in North Carolina. That should wipe out that argument right then and there.
0: Exactly.
2: Um, but, uh, but, but Logan, I could not agree with you more. Um, <laughs> Logan. Chris, do you have that text handy that you sent me the other day from your dad, Liam? Do you have that text? Liam, no. I'm Liam Which text? Oh God! Well, this is a text from a couple of years ago, and, and I'm going to give you yes, credit. I, I mean, do have it. Is, I do uh, have um, it. I got it. No, you, no, one, no, no, This is this is good. You're going to like this, Lawson. It's amazing. So, uh, uh, Chris, go ahead and wanna... read that. Go ahead and read that text if you have it handy, because this this is fascinating to me. Uh, everything that your dad is saying right now is is spot on, and really how fans should be looking at this team. I mean, uh, go ahead and read that text, because I, I I was I was like super fascinated when he sent that to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I want an L countdown, by the way, by Raceline or somebody, one of our fans, of all the L names that you're using with my dad, because this is fin- fantastic. <laughs> but um, my dad sent me a memory on Facebook uh, from 2016, before the season. Before okay. the season. So this is before so I-
2: 2016, and Leonidas <laughs> sent this Facebook message to his son, Christopher. <laughs>
1: oh my god (laughs) only united all right um i said uh somebody asked uh, our opinion on the upcoming season 2016 season if you remember arian foster was signed yes uh adam Gase was a rookie head coach correct uh jay was
2: uh somewhat
1: unknown yep unknown running back and ryan Tannehill was trying to get his uh footing in the league this is what I said, uh, verbatim. Here we go. Quote, uh, Ceiling is 9-7. and seven. I think with a few lucky breaks, maybe 10-6, and six, mm. we have a very young team at all positions. Really, Arian Foster and Brandon Albert are the veterans of the offense. I fully expect a fun team to watch. But a couple of boneheaded, immature mistakes will be too much for us to overcome. Wow! Depending on the state of the division and AFC, we may sneak into a wild card, but it will take a hell of an effort
2: from Vance Joseph.
1: So and Adam Case, I'm sorry. So what?
2: Uh, what did we finish the year at? That <clears> year, Chris, ten and six. The wild card. Um, we snuck in the wild card. We snuck in, and then uh, we were not able to get past the Pittsburgh Steelers in the wild card round. So, uh, Lorenzo, your your Nostra Dumbass prediction there was just about spot on. So between that, which Chris sent me earlier this week, and here in me hearing you talk about this game and this team as they currently stand, uh, I have to give you tremendous credit. I mean. Uh, you know, you should hear the awful things that Chris has said about you over the years on this show. I don't think any of them are even remotely true, Chris. You should apologize to Luis right now and get— Luis. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Lionel, Lino, Luca, Landry, Lawrence, Lawson, Leighton, Leon, all of you. Lafferty Daniel Lafferty. and Gilmore Happy. Oh, my Lord. Yes. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. Each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, video games, and much more. Put your shades on and listen to all episodes on SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, shades on. We're off. So, uh, anyway, so, Chris, let's just move on here. Let's talk about the defense. We talked about the offense on the first half of this show. Uh, while the offense did not look good until Josh Rosen came in and started beating up on this uh, sad sack Jacksonville Jaguars team, the defense, however, I thought played tremendously well for the second game in a row. Yeah, uh, Jerome Baker is out there. This guy is not coming off the field at all. Uh, I heard somebody else say that, and I agree with that. Jerome Baker looked tremendous. Um, uh, Sam Equivon as well. Uh, our linebackers all of a sudden. Uh, went from a complete detriment to what looks like a positive, at least on the starters here. Uh, They may make Kiko Alonso unemployed. Uh, That's how good these guys Mm. are playing right now. And then you got a guy like Chris Lammons who's out there just beating the shit out of people on special teams. Um, All of a sudden, defense and special teams, let's lump them in together, those three guys as well as anybody else. What are your guys' thoughts? What do you think this defense, after three games of preseason and actually seeing a game plan with some really creative formations on defense, uh, what do you think the – I guess the – the sky is or what is the limit for this defense all of a sudden because I thought we were going to be pretty bad and now I'm looking at this and I feel a little bit more optimistic do you guys feel the same
1: oh yeah I don't think we've even seen as good as we can be because we haven't seen Rashard, uh, uh, Rashad uh Jones and TG McDonald out there uh with Kiko Alonso and Raquan McMillan uh Watkins is uh, uh Wilkins I'm sorry is playing out there as well um, there, there's things going on. Like you said, there was a point in time I saw our defense, everybody's standing up. I think there's one guy with his hand in the ground. And that's something we saw from New England, and I always appreciated and liked as a defensive coach myself. But I, I'll, I'll go back to exactly what you are saying. Baker was unbelievable tonight. My brother Brett, who is in the background right now, uh, mentioned, get him off the field. We know what he can do. We know he's great. Get him off the field. I don't want him hurt. Like he was just – unbelievable he was just filling gaps he was uh making tackles behind the line of scrimmage he was covering tight ends and running backs he's making tackles downfield and behind the line of scrimmage that's everything you want from a leader and a captain of a defense there's a couple times the defense looks confused and baker seemed to get them all in order right before the snap like he was doing such a great job and you mentioned kiko alonso about uh fearing for his job there's another guy and me and my brother brett and my dad were discussing before the game Raquan McMillan. Mm. I, know, I know he's hurt. I know he's hurt, and I know he's trying to get back. But And and he's a young guy, and he's very still young into his NFL career. But uh, he's known coming out of uh, college as a two-down guy, a first and second uh, down guy, and third down. He's off the field for a Jerome Baker to come out for pass coverage. And, and Baker has seemed to cement himself as an all-around linebacker and then all of a sudden you have the Ugoobian, whatever his name is, from the CFL that's stepping in and he's just playing his ass off in coverage and against a run and with McMillan. We do it here in sixth grade. We talk about it. All three of us coach the sixth grade team. You don't lose your job for injury. Yeah, it's because we're in sixth grade. We're in middle school. NFL, they don't play that game. Alex Smith lost his job because of injury. Raycon McMillan might be very well losing his job because of an injury because this guy is playing his ass off right now. Number 49, Nguvian, or whatever the hell his name is. You said it perfectly. I will continue to keep the tradition alive of Perfectville of saying names wrong um and, and do that but he is playing his ass off and I notice it and him and baker and possibly alonzo when he comes back have the three starting jobs and McMillan's the odd man looking out. If
2: it, it, it all started tomorrow. Well, before we talk to your dad, Lennox, I want I wanted to uh, just clarify. Uh, Brett, your brother is that? I, I met one of your brothers, uh, and I think you have like I, I think you have one brother, and you change his name every other week. But is Brett the one that I met, or is there another brother that I'm remembering? Did you meet Sam? We we all played uh, beer pong in North Carolina at one. That point. was Jeremy. That, that was, was my Jeremy. brother. Jeremy, Brett, okay. you have not. met. I have not met Brett. So there is, there are actually two brothers that I yes. have, that you have, correct, and a
0: sister. At Jeremy,
1: you did meet, and we played quarters and all that, and I do have a sister as well. And Brett is here, Where
0: and you have that? not met
2: him. Where Brett, were you? Brett was. Not was I was not
0: invited to kick your guys' asses in quarters. I mean, I, that think was... you,
2: I think you were down at the office getting your name changed. I think that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, it's Wednesday. Got to change it. I'm thinking Luciano this week. That would be good. Um,
0: Luciano. I like so, that. Luciano. So, what Lloyd, Luciano? What, uh, uh,
2: what are your thoughts here on the defense? I mean, did you see enough here to feel confident that this team is going in the right direction on defense? Or uh, do you have some well, trepidation?
0: No, Sam. I, I actually looked at my son early, early in uh, the game. And I said, well, we might have a bunch of uh, 3 nothing to 6 nothing games. And he's like, well, that's going to suck. And I'm like, well, like I said, I'm old school, smash mouth. And when we got a fullback, I was so excited. I'm like, you know what? Flores is a defensive guy. Um, I love defensive battles. I don't care if we win 10-3. to 3. I mean, I just want to win. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen this year that much. But I'm still worried about our pass rush. But Baker, I think, you know, he, we're going to do a lot of ex- – exotic schemes like I agree. Patriots, We don't have to have the the actual edge rushers like the Press keep writing about with well, the Dolphins need to go after this guy or that guy. We don't have any edge rushers. I mean Harris.
1: Well, look is what they've done. They yeah. have been Noy and other Yeah, a bunch of, the other a bunch of nobodies. The yeah, Patriots
0: yeah. never have any big names and you know we keep I hate to bring them up and I I've used this stat in so many arguments on Facebook. They've never won a Super Bowl without a top-ten defense. That's and, a great and, point. And that is scoring, you know, giving up points. They can give up 1,000 yards. Patriots always have a bend-don't-break defense, and they've never won a Super Bowl without a top-ten defense. Brady never has. I mean, people are like, oh, Brady's a go Brady, Brady's bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but, you know, man. It, it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. It, it just does. you got a defense wins championships, you know, 15 Broncos. Peyton Manning was terrible, bottom of the stats in pretty much every category. That defense won that championship, and Flores knows it, and he's smart. And we got a bunch of young guys. We had what four or five starters not even play today. I'm excited, and and I'm kind of hoping Nate Orchard makes the team too because he's, he's really been playing well. Yes, yeah. he has. And, and he was a
1: fan favorite on uh, Hard Knocks for the Browns a couple well, years
0: ago. Yep, and and you know he's getting back there. He's he's making some noise. Um, I like Wilkins, I like God Chow. our linebackers, like you said, are, are looking great, I mean, we went from a couple years ago to just having crap linebackers, because you have guys, when we had Sue and those guys eating up blocks, where were our linebackers, why was right. a safety leading the team in tackles, I mean, right. that, wow. that was ridiculous, I mean, mm. it never should have happened, <laughs> and that's just how bad our linebackers were, so I'm excited about the defense, and I think right now our biggest problem is our offensive line. I I just think we're not going to be there this year, but I think we're heading in the right direction.
2: Well, and, and I want to get back to the offensive line here in just a little bit. Maybe that's how we'll end the show. But I want to stay on defense just for a second here, because I think everything you're saying about how we're going to scheme is 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 exactly right. I mean, I was actually really excited to see Charles Harris get penalized for roughing the passer because it meant he actually hit the quarterback tonight. Um, a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, all right. You know, he he got there late, but he, at least he followed through for once. For sure. Um <laughs> But, but I happen to agree with you guys is that I, I don't know if we need that premier elite pass rusher on the edge like we've had with Cameron Wake in the past or Jason Taylor you know if you scheme correctly and you know you mask your blitzes you time them correctly you have the right matchups and you know when to blitz not just blitzing on on mass and then leaving people wide open but knowing okay this is when we're going to come this is where we're coming this is how we're going to come uh, to the quarterback and then you've got somebody like Xavier Howard and then maybe another defensive back that can shut down those quick options out, outside I mean you have to know that there's Going to be a hot route if you are going to be sending you know six, seven, maybe even eight people at the quarterback. And if you don't get there, you are going to be burned. But if you've got talent on the outside like we do, uh, maybe you can you can actually afford to risk that a little bit more and mask the fact that maybe you can't get pressure with your traditional three or four man down um, alignment. And you are going to have to bring five, six, maybe even seven or eight, depending on what you are doing. And I think that's where Flores is going to actually excel. I think in terms of you know his defense and his mindset of okay, we have to create pressure we can't just we can't beat them straight up necessarily all the time we're going to have to create that pressure we're going to have to create some doubt that are they coming from the left are they coming from the right are they coming up the middle are they coming from all over the place are they dropping back and we only have two people and now i can't find anybody to throw the ball to um that's the kind of confusion that i think we're going to have to create in lieu of having just that domination uh in terms of talent over an offensive line uh with our three or four up front so um uh, once again, I agree with you guys 100%. I, I don't know why, but uh, I, I feel very encouraged after this game, and I'm not even exactly sure why. I know that we got the debate about the quarterback. The offensive line looked putrid. The offense in general was not tremendously well, but uh, our defense looked good. Our kicker looks good. Um, our punter is a punter. He had a tackle tonight, which is cool. Uh, but what about you guys? Do you feel positive after this, or uh, or, or, or what? Where are you guys' mindset at?
1: It's such a weird thing, Sam. It's like I expect us to be bad, but I have been a Dolphins fan long enough, especially through this stretch. The stretch since we were per- perennially amazing, where I'm just ready for us to have a great defense and a just terrible offense. But we win games six to three, like my dad was talking about, like field goal games, like nine to seven or like fucking three nothing, and we are just randomly seven to nine. And we're like, okay, cool. We're 7-9 and we're picking 14th again. And we just never get better. We never get worse. I want to finally just break that mold. I was listening to NFL Radio uh, on Sirius XM. And Brady Quinn, of all people, (laughs) was hosting the show. And with Alex Marvez, I think. And he said that the Dolphins are ready to break that mold. They want to just – sometimes you got to just kind of break everything down and lose everything and just build it back up. And they're finally at that point where they need to do that, and I hope that's where we are. But we've been in this cycle, Sam, and I'm just worried that we have a good enough defense because, I mean, we're making these plays. But Xavier and Howard barely got mentioned tonight because they just yeah. were afraid to throw to him. Right. And Rashad Jones isn't in. T.J. McDonald's not in. Minka obviously was doing his job because other than this huge hit, he he wasn't mentioned at all, and he's on our punt team. That's fun. And then, like, there's these random, like, you know, Eric Rowe getting mentioned and Lamone or whatever the hell his name is. Lamones. And, and, no, no, his
2: name is Lamons. Your dad's name is Lamones. Let's get it right. Yeah,
1: my dad's Lamon, so Lamon Thank you. Knows. But there's all these random corners, and we're not even talking about, like, Tankersley. Tankersley's not even playing. and you know, he's a third-round pick a couple of years ago, and uh, I think he's been injured, but it's like – we just we got some talent on defense and like you said i'm worried that our defense is going to be pretty good to keep us in games and I, it's it's so weird to say as a fan cuz i want us to be great of course i want to win the super bowl that's my dream i would cry buckets if we won a super bowl but i also know what it takes to get there and we're not there this season so if we're not there i want to be bad but we're not going to be that bad with a good defense it's so weird to say I, don't, I i don't know how to explain it it's just like here we are again we're just like floating in the middle sam i don't know just break it down for me
2: well i uh what i am going to break down before i get into that is uh that we did get a new customer review on apple Podcasts, and this comes from our old friend here chris mr dolphin ray back again oh um, with a w no, well, this time, uh, well, I'm going to get to how he spelled his name here in just a second. But uh, it says five nice. stars, Dr. Entomologist. I don't even know what that means, um, but uh, whatever. He says, Bumblebees are the devil. Thank you, Dolphin D-Ray. So he uh, he went uh, he went with a D-Ray this time. That's how he changed his name, his spelling. Uh, for your dad, this guy gives us reviews all the time, and every single time he does, he changes the name of how he spells his name. Something that I'm sure you can relate to, actually,
0: right now after this. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I don't even remember what my name is, Sam. Now, uh, you know, I'm, that was I'm my goal. Loss.
2: I'm hoping, like, tomorrow you meet somebody, and they're like, Hi, I'm Todd. What's your name? And you're like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> you hypnotized <laughs> my dad. You hypnotized my dad. You're like, "My, I think it's better. I don't know. I have no idea. I stayed up late drinking with my La son. Croy? Yeah, yeah, and I think I'm now just a fizzy drink. I have no idea what my name is, who I am. I hate I hate the letter L for some reason. I'm not even exactly sure why. And I have four of them in my name and my favorite like, movie for- is lady in the tramp i i don't know why but um <laughs> so chris so as we as we uh as we as we wrap up this episode of Perfectville, which again you can find on dolphinstalk.com podcast network as well as the big heads podcast network where we are the official miami dolphins podcast um would you like to revise let's just say right now because i know you've been drinking i know you guys have been drinking and, and no. watching the watching the game no i I know but uh <laughs> i'm just let's just let's just assume you've been drinking um, would you like to revise after the Miami Dolphins go two and one here in preseason for the dress rehearsal? Would you like to revise your win total for the Miami Dolphins in 2019? <laughs> what was my original win total? I, ha- I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it'll be uh, four and twelve. Four and twelve. So you actually said five and eleven last time. So you've actually scaled down just a little bit. Fitzpatrick's
1: yep. um, been terrible. I mean, I- okay. So I will say this, and this is me just obviously sober as hell, um, saying that <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick has been pretty goddamn terrible this preseason. Yeah, he's yeah. been bad, man. Like it's like okay, I was expecting this guy to be like inconsistent. I got it. He's baiting
0: the Ravens. He's baiting.
1: the Ravens. <laughs> thinks, I like it. The long con. He's playing the long con. Go- yeah, yeah. yeah, he's playing yeah. the long game. Like hell four yeah. preseason games, I just took, and you know, he's he, going to Flores office, his, office, uh, his office, and he's just like. You see that shitty game? I can't wait to fucking totally do different (laughs) and show them my 55 and 75 career record abilities against the Ravens' defense. Like,
0: you fucking No, no, hold on. I want want this on record. Four TDs and 350 against the Ravens. My
1: dad just said he's going to have four TDs and
2: 350 against the Ravens. Okay, but are those TDs to the Miami Dolphins players is the question (laughs) at hand here.
0: You had to call me out on that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Like, I know your tricks. You throw it out there. Like, I told you four TDs and three of them are pick sixes. And you're just like, look, I called it again. Damn it. So We
0: we tried to hit Stills deep very first play of tonight's game, and that didn't work out too well. Well,
2: he stopped to tie his shoe, and everyone thought he was taking another knee, and and then it just got all confusing. (laughs) Um, He
0: was high-fiving himself. He was
2: high-fiving himself. Well, look, uh, he's not going to be on the field to high-five his little teammate there uh, running down the sideline against the Raiders anymore. Hey, speaking of little teammate, uh, what what are your guys' thoughts real quick on Jakeem Grant getting that extension? I love it. I, I think
1: we're paying him it's not it's not big money if you actually do the math. It's of course big. it's not. Great yeah. job. 4 years 24 million. So what like 6 million a year? Uh not even. Oh yeah, exactly six yeah, exactly 6 million <laughs> a year. I was going to say something. <laughs> come on Dad. Now. I got it. I'm a banker. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, six million years. Although my count always yeah. negative, It's just it's it's nothing compared to what the ceiling is that Jakeem, uh Grant brings us. He plays bigger than his body. He's fast. He can do things in the slot and a return game that you just can't get uh, from normal guys. And you already have him on your team. Why let him leave? And I'm glad Chris Greer was smart enough to keep this guy around. I, I love the signing.
0: I, I think. You
2: know, oh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Larry. Sam. No, okay. no,
0: Laramie. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, he, he Christopher just said the magic word. We we do have one hope to this season, mm. okay? What receivers have always been the biggest receivers for our nemesis, the Patriots? They're slot guys, right? That's true. Okay, and who do we have that haven't played yet this season? Wilson slot. and yep. Grant. Okay, now if 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 Fitzpatrick or Rosen can get rid of the ball in less than two seconds. Like, like gay boy Crybaby Brady does, wow. then, Here we, go. then uh, we might have a shot. It won't matter how bad our line is. <laughs> a shot is. at what? Of winning some games, son. <laughs>
1: winning some games. No,
0: I mean, seriously, our, our defense is going to be good. If we can get rid of the ball quick, like really quick, and utilize th- this speed in the slot and our tight ends up the seam, we could possibly win Eight or nine games this year. Holy shit. Nine games. Yes.
2: Well, look, I would I would say that uh, your old man might be uh, sipping the sauce, but he nailed 2016 to 80. So uh, you heard it here first from Lonely Island. He, we're looking at <laughs> Lonely, yeah. uh, maybe eight and eight or possibly nine and seven. And by the way, I have to say, Lloyd, and I'm going to call you by your, your government name. Um, I love that we have planted doubt in yourself as to what your actual name is, but there was no hesitation on Gay Boy Crybaby Brady. Um, that's a shirt if I've ever heard one. Gay Boy Crybaby Brady. Yeah, he's and
0: been calling that since 2002, I think. I just changed my fantasy football name to, to Brady Blows Goats. Brady, Brady blows goats. That's uh, yes, I have proof. That's I my th- father, guys. I think
2: that was a Dr. Seuss book, uh, one of the last ones
0: he wrote right before he passed. It was yeah. right after uh, Jump on Pop or Hop yeah. on Pop.
2: Hop on Pop was uh, yeah, written. The, Brady, the sequel. Was yeah, Brady, blows, Brady goats. blows goats. Yeah. There you go. So, speaking of bad names for quarterbacks, uh, did you see that guy's name for the Jaguars, the backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew? Yes. Oh, my God. We talked. Not only was he Gardner
1: Minshew, Sam, but he was like the second coming of that name. He he was the second. Somebody else named another child Gardner Minshew.
2: Like, God who bless does you. That? I mean, that it sounds like you sneezed in the middle of, of, of talking there. I mean, Gardner yeah. Minshew might be the worst name in football. It might be my my last name's Minchu. How do we make that worse?
1: Let's name him after a shitty job. Yeah, Gardener. I mean,
2: it's just nothing nothing no right about that. Offense to
1: Perfectville Gardeners. We love you, but like good lord, your last name's not Minchu at least.
2: No. No, no, no. Minchu. We're, I mean it wait, sounds like Sam, you you
0: yes, I'm sorry. Breaking oh. we were just handed this hot off the press <laughs> from my early. my son Brett. Breaking news Dolph- from Brett.
1: Yep. The Dolphins. Adam Beasley tweeted this Beasley, 39 minutes ago. The Dolphins ago, by the way. this preseason
0: breaking. have scored 36 points in <laughs> Rosen's 13 drives and 15 points in Fitzpatrick's 14 drives. Now, forget the fact that you know, Fitzpatrick's playing against the ones and Rosen's playing against the twos and threes. And, so, literally, and not breaking play, news at, at all. Right. I, I, it was a joke, son. It was a joke. Oh, okay. I mean, it's breaking news handed to us by Brett. Brett. Our, Better producer, better producer here. Just our, handed our super producer buckets. Brett, our, our, grip, guy. Our, grip, <laughs> our grip, our grip guy, My boy. dad with
1: the epic callback with that the grip. Solid, guy.
2: solid from collapsed pocket. You've heard him on collapsed pocket. You've now heard him on. Welcome to Perfectville. The
0: grip guy, Brett, <laughs> the sequel with the, the sequel. Uh, with the preseason stats. So.
2: Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm, Chris, I'm really glad that uh, you're going to be hungover tomorrow because this is well worth it. Thanks a lot. Well, I'm glad I'm off tomorrow so I can sleep in during all of this. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. You are listening to Welcome to Perfectville. It is myself, Sam Marcoux, the two-time Hall of Famer, Christopher Cullen, uh, his dad, who I don't even know what to call him anymore, uh, his super producer brother in the background, uh, but not the one that I've met, but the other one who wasn't invited to the time that I was out there. Uh, I did hear Charlotte, his wife, back there at some point, but she might be falling asleep on the couch there in the man cave uh, of the Miami man cave there. This has just been a a, a cacophony of people, a cornucopia of citizens here in uh, the town of Perfectville here. Uh, Chris, Lloyd, Brett, uh, Collapsed Pocket, anything else that we would like (laughs) to discuss before we sign off here on this very special episode of Perfectville?
0: I think my dad has something. Just one other thing we noticed. that there We, we go. got called for a pick play, mm. and, and we were joking that our coaches are on the sideline. Like, what the hell? That always worked in – oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never mind. D- different logo.
2: <laughs> yeah. Different yep. logo. doesn't work yep. here in Miami. It's kind of like when you're like, well, how come Jordan <laughs> never gets called for this? You're like, because he's Jordan and you're John Hornacek. That's this is right. not going to work.
0: Yes. You got it. So. Ding, ding, ding.
2: Well, Chris, anything else you'd like to say before we uh, we shove off from land here?
0: I think it's been a pretty successful episode, all
2: things considered, with my entire family in the background. This has been great. Uh, well, on behalf of Brett, Charlotte, his dad, Ludacris. Luda! well as myself.
0: Did he do a Luna? Luda! <laughs> in the house! In his house,
2: Luda- I, I am oh, going boy. to put in the show Sam. Please, oh yeah, I, I'm putting in the notes that uh, special guest <laughs> Ludacris, and people are like, wow, they got a really big guest, and they're going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened?
1: I sort of got Sam Thanksgiving 2029. My going to be like, remember when I was Ludacris
0: on your podcast? No, <laughs> oh, I
2: can't. I can't wait for Halloween when your dad dresses up as Ludacris and nobody else gets the reference. <laughs> wait, did you not? Are see you blackface,
0: motherfucker? Did you not see? <laughs> me as daryl from run dmc at his 30th birthday party
2: oh my goodness i did not but maybe if we find those pictures we'll figure out a way to uh, post oh those God. without oh attaching God. our names to it yeah yeah let's just end the show let's okay. just end the show that's uh yeah there you go <laughs> on behalf of everybody here goodbye from perfectville later thank you